That was good. I like that. I don't even know what it was. It was like uh, it was like F sharp minor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it a nice mellow open. Melodic. Well, welcome to fast to slow. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> um. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Radio announcer voice. Way too happy. Hey, everyone. I'm just super excited to be alive. <laughs> All right, I enough joking that. around. Back to Jesus. We were never at Jesus. That's correct. So, what do you want to talk about? No. Ben, you're the host. <laughs> um, well... Why don't you start with just talking about yourself? Oh, the hours that could be wasted. Uh, yeah. I'm Morgan, as you know. I do know. And as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody should know. Morgan uh, of the Merklin clan in, from Oregon. Um, yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Do massage? Yep, that's me. <laughs> I do massage therapy. Okay, how about this? Thank you. Um, what has happened <laughs> this past year? Because this year has been pretty, <laughs> pretty intense for you. Uh, the past year? Yeah. So I went from really just being that run-of-the-mill generic American dude who's yeah, got tons of money and uh, no. <laughs> just so much respect from everybody around him uh, to a dude that has nothing and married, you know? Yeah. Except has respect from one, 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 one woman, and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we went, I went from living a normal, ugh, normal, I went from living, it was pretty normal, uh, my life was not normal, I don't know, I guess, it's a lot less normal now, yeah, I went from living, like, your run-of-the-mill life, where you, uh, do your job, I had my own company and stuff, doing massage and sports therapy, uh, and then I went and got married in Slovenia, which is where we're at right now, mm. as you can hear from all the tractors and cowbell. Yeah. Uh, in that whole transition, I went from having a really good job to having no job, um, doing a home renovation while planning, getting ready for a wedding, having 20 Americans over in Slovenia, in Bredolica, and then um, throwing a pretty sick wedding which was a blast and a half. We actually had two weddings in one day, which yeah. is not fun to do or easy. Mm-mm. And um, both of them are, if you don't do one, it's culturally unacceptable. <laughs> so that's fun. You're always on the line of getting rebuked, mm-hmm. yelled at by your elders. Uh, so we, we did a, a state wedding. What is mm-hmm. it called? I don't know. I'm not from here. Yeah, I don't know what it's called either. Anyway, you have to do one through this state, otherwise it's not recognized as a wedding, and then you have to do, or then we, we chose to do a, oh, civil ceremony. Mm. It's called a civil ceremony, and then we did our, what's the other one called? Wedding? It's just a regular American wedding. It was not American. <laughs> it was straight Slovenian. Yeah, I didn't have wasn't. any planning. No. I didn't do anything with that. I was like, Ben Lauren, can you play music? And yeah. then Anna set everything else up. That was weird. You guys were like sitting on thrones and stuff. Thrones? It was, yeah. Okay. It was pretty dope. pretty throne-like. Yeah, they were. No, that was the coolest thing. We didn't have best men or grooms ladies. What a, grooms ladies. Bridesmaids. <laughs> or grooms ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, standing up the entire time we weren't standing, and that was the best part. Yeah. 
like not getting married, just getting to sit down for it. I mean, no, the whole it's a whole production, yeah. as you know. It's like we could have easily walked into the courthouse and been like, "You're married," mm-hmm. and then walked out and been fine, but had to do a whole production, so we did it mm. like a couple of G's. Yeah. So yeah, got married. Super cool event. You can find that on YouTube. It's uh, horse and carriage. Interesting. It's not on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would care that much about some dude's wedding. <laughs> it's called horse and carriage. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, so we got married. Um, I started trying to do my business here, the massage business. Um, the America model does not work here. Uh, so I actually ended up petering out in about the first two months. Um, which was lame, so I decided I was going to go a completely different route and went towards manufacturing, um, which is kind of what I end up doing Mm -hmm. most of the time when I don't know what to do. So uh, we bought a big old laser. (laughs) That's huge and uh, very time, big time suck, but it's fun. Um, And then started doing some of that, and then I got a job at a company called Altea doing sports massage and uh, went from zero hours to full-time in the last week. Yeah, <laughs> so, <though. laughs> uh, yeah, it went from like your re- generic Slovene who is like a farmer to pro golfers, pro runners, pro Gosh. everything, uh, pro soccer. And I was like, holy crap, I guess I work every day now. Mm-hmm. So now we're just trying to figure out life as it is. And yeah. you're here to help us do that. That's true. Yeah, that was, that was like crazy how quickly that picked up. Like, over the course of, like, one week. Because when I first got here, like, you had no clients at all. Nope. Well, I... They, you had a few. Once again, they were cycling. So, it was... Yeah. Um, you wouldn't see the monthly client clientele just yet. So, mm-hmm. it was, it was like, one or two clients a day. Yeah. Which is not enough to live off of. I mean, maybe you could do it here because it's technically a full day's wages. Yeah. <laughs> compared to, like, your poor iron worker or mm-hmm. something. These guys. Yeah. The average daily wage is uh, five uh, euros a day, and that's after taxes and everything are taken out. Yeah. Actually, you can even get employees for $4 or three fifty. Dang. Um, but the employer pays. Uh, on t- you can basically double that if you're the employer. So mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Because we're an employer, but it's worth it, I suppose. So, yeah, that's kind of the... I mean, that's the very boring part of my life. The, the, the fun part is, like, um, working with the church here, working uh, with youth, even though I didn't want to work with youth, and I still don't want to work with youth, because they're pain. Yeah, we're, we suck. Yeah. I agree. But uh, the, the big thing is we did, um, we do a lot of older people, young adults, that's the one young adult work so that's great and uh, we're just trying to figure that whole thing out that whole mess on top of living a life mm-hmm. here somehow so yeah what's your first question so, uh well I don't know like I haven't really seen you in like pretty much a year like I saw you at your wedding but you were pretty busy for then you sent me 30 minutes at my wedding yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, like, honestly, I love the wedding. That was probably the best wedding I've been to. I just because, so. like, yeah, <laughs> flew across the world for it. But, like, I don't know. I really loved it just because, like, it was really cool getting to see that, like, like, you sacrificed so much. Like, you moved across the world and 
married on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just seeing, like, the relationships you had back in America, like, tw- at least 20 people were willing to spend thousands of dollars yeah. and so much time, leave work and everything, um, to come here and to... Experience it. To experience it, yeah. That was... That was a really cool thing to see. Made me think a lot about, um, just really about, like, a lot of love and dedication that there is, like, in people, and really just kind of reminded me just of, like, God's love, obviously. Like, just seeing the dedication that people have for one another, mm-hmm. like, your dedication to Anna, and, like, the American's dedication to you in some ways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, that was the most encouraging thing for us because that was coming off like, I think it was about a month since I saw everybody. So, and uh, that, you know, in that transition time, I was also doing the home renovation and everything. Mm -hmm. So it was like no time to think or process. And then all my friends showed up and I was like, sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Like I needed that. So, Mm. yeah, you can see mercy, love, all that in one moment Mm -hmm. and then it just doesn't stop because every time I fly back it's the same thing I just pick up where I left off oh yeah so that's the that's the cool coolness of being a part of a bigger family Mm -hmm. the coolness (laughs) yeah yeah dang so now I live here and people hopefully come and visit every now and again yeah people do come and visit every now and again like me yeah I mean you're here (laughs) you're here for two months yeah and that's totally legit like we want to keep that relationship going with both the church and uh, the community back home Mm -hmm. Uh, for those of you that are confused (laughs) we're talking about church um and god and you atheists out there (laughs) just know you're wrong (laughs) no no well i mean yeah but the (laughs) the main thing to take away is uh ben's here on Oh, I don't know how we, what do we even call it? He's... It's an internship. Yeah, it's an internship. Sort of thing. To, I don't know. It was, it's really unplanned, honestly. Like, <laughs> Straight plan. Well, I mean, you had a lot going on, so it was fine. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like me and Morgan had talked about um, me doing an internship um, before he moved to Slovenia, and we talked about maybe me spending a couple months here and there, um... Just getting to be immersed in the culture, help the church here, help the ministry. Um, and then he moved, <laughs> and we didn't talk about it for at least six months. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just one day, uh, I was messaging him, and he was like, Hey, you still want to still wanna do this? Send me, the <laughs> send me your uh, mission statement, like what your goal is for it. Yeah. So I did, we talked it out, and... I'm here. So, yeah. I mean, it's really weird. Like, this is definitely out of my comfort zone. I'm a 19-year-old college student. I don't really... Think of going to I don't, country. Yeah. <laughs> like, out of the blue. Yeah, I'm not really uh, focused on Europe or, like, I'm not used to living in, like, a village and stuff like that. Like, I'm used to living in a city, like... Where you going have to school. Yeah. on tap all the time. And yeah, so I'm like... Some good coffee, some nice kombucha, like classic Portland, Oregon stuff. Yeah, not so much pork. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less pork. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is like a 
Welcome. Super out of the comfort zone sort of thing. Yeah, welcome to Culture Shock 101. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the number one thing, like, people go through is kind of that withdrawal from society. Because mm-hmm. society here is a lot different. It's, uh, I mean, we talked about it being kind of like a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's very close-knit. Uh, we're talking two million people in an entire country of... Uh, very close friends and family and stuff like people who've been through it all together yeah and these families have either fought alongside one another or fought against each other Mm -hmm. due to different foreign powers um taking control of the country Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean my grandparents have been in concentration camps they're still standing to this day they're not they're not like what you'd expect they're used for insane asylums and and that's a bad word but it's what we use here because yeah I don't know what you call it. Uh, Some medical... Mental facility. Mental institution. Mental institution, there you go. Um, yeah. So you still have all that going on, like a lot of that guilt, but then you still have just a bunch of farmers that really don't don't get it. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't get it. That's the wrong term. We're American. We're very blessed people we can do whatever we want we can start mm-hmm. our businesses and that's like our goal and that's the pinnacle of life yeah the pinnacle of life here is more get a job do that job until you die yeah that's or at least till you retire uh, that's such a foreign concept to me because like makes me sick i know like in america it's like you know you work hard you do your best like you want you want to get to the top but like yeah i don't know i've been i've been talking to people here and they're like i just want like, a job yeah like some people just straight out of high school just get a job as a waiter or straight a waitress and just yeah. <laughs> and just like do that their entire life for sure and they're most of them are content with that they're beyond content yeah they're like over the moon because yeah. I, like i said meritocracy mm-hmm. uh, it, you have no merit if you have no job yeah. um even our pastor is told to get a job like by several people in the church and stuff really yeah Dang. and they don't seem to get that that is his job mm-hmm. and they don't want to pay for that <laughs> By pay, I mean tithe. Yeah. Which is not pay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're a piece of garbage if you say you don't want to tithe because you don't think the pastor doesn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the mindset here. Dang. Um, it's a very selfish, self-righteous type mindset mm-hmm. in some cases, but it's also giving and loving in others. Yeah. Uh, like, they really like their medical system. Um, it's a, um, what do you call it? Single-payer health system. As far mm-hmm. as I know, yeah. and uh, basically everybody's happy to pay the taxes because the taxes are you know about the same as America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yet you get full medical, full education, full retirement, and everything. Yeah. So um, yeah, everyone's basically taken care of. Like I could walk to the hospital right now with mm-hmm. for just a sore back and get uh, stuff taken care of in that same day, and then also have no bill. Mm-hmm. So people love that. I personally love that. Um, That's I, why you wouldn't. Yeah, I love the know? fact that my children can go to school for free. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that I don't have like I don't have to worry about them being born. Yeah. I don't have to worry about them being taken care of, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about them going to school. Like the three big things that Americans <laughs> always complain about: medical, yeah. education, and transportation, and yeah. that, all that junk. Where it's mm-hmm. like, how do I get them from A to B? It's like. <laughs> We'll just leave that up to the government. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, I wouldn't say the government works. Oh, no. Because it's the government. There's a lot of issues. Um, but I would say um, it takes burden off both Anna and I. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, if we want to have kids, Anna gets a year off. So it's just to raise yeah. the, that kid. 
That's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. Like, taxes are decently higher. Like, this is a socialist country, right? Socialist democracy. Yeah, socialist democracy. But, like, I don't know, it's so weird because, like, all that stuff's taken care of. Like, there's pretty much no homeless people here. There's no, it doesn't that's, exist. That's so weird to me. Well, it's taken care <laughs> of. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't exist because they thought that that was important. Mm. Um, also, it's just, it's not that big. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you went to Ljubljana, you could find a homeless person or two, mm-hmm. but they choose to do that. Yeah. They, uh, it's not like in America where you don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to, like, the, the, how, anyway, it doesn't matter. You, you, they're, they have the choice to either get government housing or be on the streets. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's generally what you'll see if, yeah. if you see a homeless person. Um, you'll see baggers and stuff, mm-hmm. but that's normal. Yeah. And a lot of them have mental health issues mm-hmm. um, that aren't being uh, taken care of because either their family's gone or nobody's reported it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those those people who slip through those cracks, that's sad to see. Yeah. And generally, the community will come around and fix it. Mm-hmm. That's the nice thing, is the community still comes together to get things done. Yeah. So I think that's uh, the positive part of of. of having this sort of governmental system. Mm. Um, and just to go a layer deeper, like in, in Oregon, all of these problems could be fixed with a reduction in government, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, a reduction in the government reaching into people's pockets for things that they don't necessarily need mm-hmm. and instead focusing on those like three pillars of, of community yeah. and trying to get those up first. And once those pillars are up, that's your foundation. And mm. then you start building from there. You can't just build your house starting at the roof you have mm-hmm. to start at the foundation so yeah i think in a lot of cases america does that the three pillars or the four pillars or five pillars of, mm-hmm. of community wrong mm-hmm. um but i also see that being a huge benefit for the church because the church can come in and help the church can govern those situations um and it should mm-hmm. i just you know that american part of me is like oh they should take care of it though yeah and it's not right so <laughs> i'm just trying to still sort through that mm. and here it's it makes it harder for us like yeah. uh, you you're dealing with people who are very privileged in mm-hmm. a lot of cases even the poor are very privileged yeah for sure um they they don't have to worry about food because they'll be taken care of mm-hmm. um and when i say that i mean kids uh student funds usually they can get full meals all day for like two euros um which is a lot for a mom who's bringing home 450 or 550 an hour mm-hmm because uh, they're still pre- paying for housing or what what have you, but mm-hmm. uh, they can also apply for free, mm. free, free benefits. As far as I know, yeah. So these are getting out on the fringe of what I understand and what I know, mm-hmm. and uh, even what I know could change tomorrow or yeah. could be could be vastly different in other people's cases. So, yeah, hmm. Slovenia government. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Is it? Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to get a perfect government. If Slovenia had a perfect government, it would be the size of Yugoslavia or whatever. Yeah. The old, um, the old, go- like, it'd be just, it'd be ginormous. Mm-hmm. It'd be the second or third in GDP. Yeah. Um, but we don't, you know, it's still a weird system. Dang. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know. With I've only been here for like a week and a half, but I've already like caught myself just like missing like things about America, things about home. Is there any like what's 
What do you miss most about America? Um, I don't know. Uh, guns? <laughs> Not even that. Yeah. Camping. Yeah. This whole place is like a campground. You can't camp anywhere. Seriously? You have to camp at designated camp zones and it's more like a trailer park. That's dumb. It's disgusting. It's because there's mountain hotels. Mm. Um, that's so dumb. That's such a beautiful place for camping. Yeah. I would say that's my number one thing yeah. that I'm peeved about is because in... Um, you know, I have all the, the fun gear and yeah. stuff, and I like to do the extreme stuff. I mean, for instance, on and I have access to the Yulovita, which mm-hmm. is our um, off-grid cab- cabin. Mm-hmm. So that's camping, and it is as close to camping as an American would yeah. ever get because you guys aren't used to doing your own fires <laughs> and having to cook over a fire every yeah. night, which is a pain in the butt, but it's super fun. Um, so I, I really miss just being like, oh, I'm going to go conquer something mm-hmm. and uh, pressed out for a week to do that. <laughs> That's, oh gosh. And I miss the size of Oregon. Like how big it is compared yeah. to this? I mean, yeah, we're surrounded by mountain ranges, but you really start to feel closed in. Yeah. Uh, after a while, mm-hmm. kind of like you're in a fishbowl. Yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. I get to see that. And if you guys are wondering, we're looking out of a gorgeous window <laughs> at Stowe, which is the Austrian border. Mm. Um, even though it's covered by trees, we know it's there. <laughs> we know you're there, Stowe. <laughs> Don't try to hide. Hmm. How big is Slovenia compared to, like, Oregon? Um, I did the measurements, uh, rough measurements, mm-hmm. and it would be from... Uh, uh, so if we took it from Portland, mm-hmm. the chicken's neck would go all the way out to... Pendleton, mm-hmm. and then it would drop all the way down, kind of go towards Hood River yeah. or Hood, uh, and then the chicken's chest would go down into Salem, past Salem a bit, down almost near uh, the volcano, uh, the one Rainier. No, yeah, Rainier. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little farther than that. Yeah. And then you'd start going back up. Chicken leg would drop back down to like Philomath, and then up. The chicken's butt and into the tail would be our chicken head. If you mm-hmm. look at Oregon, like a chicken yeah. laying down, uh, and that's about the size of it. So it's it's sprawling, but mm-hmm. when it comes to population, you could fit the whole population in Portland. Yeah. So it's you know that's ridiculous. If you yeah, you it takes a while to get through the country, mm-hmm. but it the hills are so close together because we're in the Alps. Yeah. We're in the Julian Alps, mm-hmm. and um. You don't get that perspective of large, largeness, size, whatever, you know, because we have the, the Pacific Coast Trail or the, the, the mountain range, mm-hmm. Pacific Coast mountain range, um, and that gives you this idea of just sprawling landmass because you can drive and that mountain doesn't move out of your, out of your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yet here, it's like you'll see a new mountain every 45 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. Or you'll see a different uh, side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. In 10, 15 minutes. So mm. uh, you you understand the size of things Yeah, a little bit better. Mm. What are some big, like, cultural differences they see? Like, yeah. I don't know, people peeing on themselves or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 
Maybe you should give some context yeah. on that one. No, I don't, don't give any context. <laughs> just leave it at That's golden showers. It's no. a weird thing. Uh, it's gross. The um, big cultural differences is nobody likes anybody to start their own businesses. Like nobody's encouraged to, encouraging about that. Um, they think you wasted your time. Um, obviously, me being an entrepreneur, somebody who likes to make businesses, mm-hmm. um, really finds that challenging and yeah. uh it's reflected in the attitude of honest parents and all that jazz and so it's very looked down upon mm-hmm. um but you know i don't let any of that really affect me other than it just pisses me off and it's like you know if you guys don't believe in me then get behind me because i'm mm-hmm. not going to spend any time with you like yeah and y- you know we get in these tiffs every month or two since mm-hmm. we don't see them so much because i'm like we're, we don't hang out with that mm-hmm. uh but that's how i solve that problem culturally because you know we there is cultural differences but there's only so much that um i'll allow negative negativity mm-hmm. negatively i'll i'll allow so little to affect me negatively yeah that um usually people will just be in or out you know <laughs> yeah for so. sure and um yeah that one's a big one holidays are a big deal gift giving is a big deal yeah. yeah, I don't do a lot of gift giving, so I'm figuring that out. Cleanliness is absolutely polar opposite to America. <laughs> like, you better sweep and mop on the daily, um, and everything should be pristine, but I think that's just my wife, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one. And, yeah, the job thing. Mm-hmm. That was the other one. I really, I don't know, I just, I don't really understand the whole concept on like not like looking down on people starting their own businesses because a lot of people who live here are like farmers or something which is kind of like having your own business in a sense yeah their excuse would be that you should have a job on top of that job why so you can make money Mm. i'm like yeah but then you have less time and if your business is already making money why Mm. And, you know, in that transitional period of my life, I, you know, I couldn't make money. So mm-hmm. I was developing a business plan and putting stuff together for that. Yeah. And uh, everybody's like, why don't you have a job yet? And I'm like, it's illegal for me to have a job. <laughs> yeah, but you can go work for somebody. I'm like, I'm working on something right mm-hmm. now, like a project, a big project. Yeah. And uh, they're just like, that's dumb. I'm like, cool. I don't want to go make $5 an hour yeah. doing yeah. something stupid and time consuming when mm-hmm. I could be making $0 an hour. Yeah. That's going to make more money in the future. Like, yeah. And that's already been the case. Like, mm-hmm. It's already proven mm-hmm. itself. So that's about... I mean, life isn't all about money, right? No, not so, at all. Um, but, I mean, you do have to think about the long term. And by them thinking that, like, mm-hmm. you're not making any money now or whatever, like, they're kind of stuck in that short-term mindset of, like, we can make $5 an hour here instead. But they see that as being justifiably okay. Like, mm-hmm. you can... It'll... Because it goes into a retirement fund as well, mm-hmm. and they're okay with crap retirement. Like, they're okay with they're okay with a quarter of what they make in retirement. And I'm like, no, see, I want to make, I want to become wealthy, mm-hmm. and in becoming wealthy, I want to have a good retirement. So mm-hmm. like, I don't want to have to just pay everything off and have a hundred dollars left over. I want to pay everything off easily mm-hmm. and have thousands left over, not yeah. like tens of thousands. Because mm-hmm. realistically, what I do. Um, right now won't make, you know, millions. Yeah. It won't make 
even hundreds of thousands, but mm-hmm. it will make tens of thousands. Yeah. That's, that's normal. Mm-hmm. It'll make tens of thousands, and tens of thousands invested properly means, you know, you got a good chunk to live off of when mm-hmm. you're older. So, um, doing just a financial outlook, like, if we just did our retirement here, mm-hmm. we'd be getting $2,500 uh, euros a month, mm-hmm. which is a lot for Slovenes, but yeah. I want to make a minimum of three to five thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. off of my retirement funds yeah that way i can travel whenever i want mm-hmm. to and from america that's expensive because yeah. we do that often mm-hmm. and we're living off of a thousand dollars a month yeah so it's like we have we have a budget got to stick to it and the same thing goes all the way up until retirement or mm-hmm. until you start beca- building your wealth so we're just kind of going off that mindset but right now it's been janky because of the job thing so mm-hmm. now we're we're starting to see stuff pick up there but mm. Yeah, nobody thinks like that here. They're all like, why would you plan for, what's retire? what? The government does that. I'm like, yeah, for how long? Because, like, her folks are going to, they probably have the best retirement that any generation will ever see. Mm -hmm. Because now they're going to go after the retirement funds and everything in government because it's corrupt. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to put anything towards that. Yeah. Uh, Any corrupt government thing out there, I don't want my money going towards, which is every governmental thing. So I'm going to pay as little in taxes as possible unless it goes to affecting our local community. Mm-hmm. And that's not being corrupt or anything. That's just saying, like, this is what you get paid for. This is what you don't get paid for. Mm. Um, I'll obviously be legal paying what I have to pay, but yeah. I, won't, uh, I won't go so far as to pay for retirement. That's going to be sucked dry. <laughs> Gosh. But yeah, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Business here is also extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you get screwed two ways to Sunday when it comes to trying to start a business here. So you have to be very careful or have some sort of lawyer on the line or something. Mm-hmm. So that's j- just a huge challenge. But it's also learning how to do business one yeah. all over again in, in nine, nine months. So mm-hmm. you got that cultural thing. You got the uh, business thing, got the language thing, all of that in nine or ten months. And people are expecting you to be even better than you could ever possibly be. Like, mm-hmm. everyone asks if I can, why I'm not speaking the language yet. I'm like, hmm, how long did it take you to learn English? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, exactly, you don't yeah. even speak English. So mm-hmm. it's like, how would I speak Slovene so perfectly in, one, in a few months? Mm-hmm. So very confusing yeah anyway that's just me complaining about slovenia (laughs) there's plenty of good things like hiking and i hate skiing sleeping Mm. anyway yeah Mm. well i wonder if anna's done (laughs) anna's definitely done how long has it been uh it's like two right now two or four anna Anna! No, she's not done. It's ahead. What else? Oh. Anna? Kaidelash? Ali tisi dobro? Grave of a blade? Neshe?
<laughs> oh Alright, what should we X, X fill? X mm-hmm. will give it to you. Cool. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>